I want to let you know about something that very few people realize we're doing, but we are big on discipleship. And we have a program that we call DEMO. It stands for Discipleship Evangelism Missional Outreach. We are using this all around the world, but we are focusing primarily on three nations in Africa right now. And we literally have hundreds of thousands of people per week that go through this discipleship program. And we aren't just giving people a fish, but we are teaching them to fish. We are training them on how to raise their own crops, how to deal with purified water. It's just a program that's reaching a lot of people. There's a lot more information about it than what I'm able to give you here. Go check it out, our demo ministry. Today we're talking about the subject of water baptism. <laughs> And I've studied that subject for quite a bit. And if you examine the book of Acts, you will find that water baptism was the consummation of conversion. What do I mean by that? I mean that it was part of the, for instance, a marriage. In a marriage, there's a time in the ceremony when a person exchanges rings. And you can have a ring. It doesn't make you married. But a ring is symbolic of a commitment that you've made to a person in marriage. And when a person made a commitment to Jesus Christ to his saving work received the forgiveness of his sins, it was followed immediately and sometimes at the same time as conversion, as they turn to God. And it was a public demonstration of their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It was an appeal for a clear conscience. And it was just a part of a person turning to God. And it was practiced immediately at the time of conversion. For instance, I'd like to read today out of Acts chapter 16, beginning at verse 25. And it says at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. They were in prison. They were thrown into prison. And they were probably probably in stocks. And there they were praying at midnight. Paul and Silas. And they sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. It wasn't quiet about it. They were really, they could, the prisoners were hearing them praise God and pray. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. 
ntiamangu ago ni wabawe chikankano chinene ne misingi jekomera ne jikankana amangu ago enzigizo nane ziguka and the keeper of the prison awakening out of his sleep and seeing that the prison doors were open he drew out his sword and would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners had been fled nti omukumiwe komera nazukuka boyalabe nzigize komera ngaziguse nasohole ajitalachie nagenda okwetta kubanga ngalooza nti but Paul cried with a loud voice saying, Do thyself no harm. We are all here. And then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Naye Paulo, nayogerera waguru ne dobozi dene gagamba anti, teweko la kawi kubanga fenatuli wano, nasabe tabaza, Nadukala na ingira na vunamira paulo nesi ranga kankana na bafurumia ebweru na gambanti basebo chingwani de kukola antia ukuloko lewa. And Paul said this. Paulo na gambabuati. And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Nibamu gambanti kiliza mukama wafe yesu. And thou shalt be saved. Ntiguonoro koka. And thy house. Guonoro koka nenyumba yo. And they spake the, and they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his, all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night. And washed their stripes, and they were baptized. The Philippian jailer and all of his household that had believed on the Lord Jesus. Now think about it. Here is a jailer. And if he let any prisoners escape. The penalty for that would be death. And I guess he must have fell asleep. But suddenly there was an earthquake. The whole foundations of the prisons shook. Now, think about it. I can see those prisoners right now. They're mocking God. Said, What's those crazy religious fanatics doing over there? Singing praises to God. It's midnight. And they're praying and singing praises. We can't get any sleep. Why don't they shut up? And suddenly... An earthquake, the foundations of the very prison is shaking. And the prisoners began to be afraid. And they say, we better shut our mouth. Maybe this God that they're calling on is real. And the Philippian jailer saw the intervention of God that night. And he ran to Paul and Silas and says, Whatever it is you have, I want it. 
said, Tell me what I must do to be saved. Paul and Silas said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And trust yourself into his keeping. And to his saving work, to his personhood, and you shall be saved, you and everyone in your house, if they'll believe on the Lord. And the jailer made a commitment to Christ. He believed on the Lord Jesus, and his whole house did. And I want you to notice it said that Paul and Silas took them the same hour of the night and baptized them in water. Now verse 25 says at midnight Paul and Silas sang praises and prayed to God. So within a few hours all of this took place probably two or three in the morning. They took after these after the flipping jailer and his household believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, they took them immediately and baptized them. Immediately. Now, when you look through the book of Acts, you will find that that's natural. That's the way that when people turn to God and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and believed upon Him, that immediately they were baptized. You see, in Acts 2.38, it said, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is unto you and to your children and to many as God will call. God is calling us to believe. And then to publicly profess our faith. Through the act of water baptism. One night a friend of mine, Joe Rose, was teaching this lesson to some new believers that we had led to Christ. He was teaching them about this subject of water baptism. Right in the middle of the lesson, they said, Stop, hold it. We've got to have it right now. Let's go see Don Crow. They came knocking on my door. And 
in the middle of the night here. It was fairly late. I was ready to go to bed. I had my pajamas on, I think. And they came in and said, We've heard the teaching of water baptism. We want to profess our faith. In Christ, in a public way, we want to do it right now. And I said, well, all I've got is I've got an old horse tank in my backyard. That my brother-in-law left there. He used to be a contractor. He bought this old horse tank so he could come home in the evening. Fill that up with water and cool himself off because he was a bricklayer. And it was a good way to cool himself off. I said, I've got an old horse tank in the back of my yard. It'll take 20 or 30 minutes, 45 minutes to fill it up with water. And they said, fill it up. And it was a cold night too. And we taught them more on this particular subject of water baptism. Into the waters of baptism in that old horse tank. And I never will forget. How I said, do you want to make your profession of faith public? And they just lifted their eyes up. And said, God, I thank you for saving us. I thank you that you sent these men to tell us the gospel. And our, our, it's a full commitment to you, and we're going to follow through tonight. And I remember this one particular lady, there was two of them we baptized. And she told me a few days later, she said, I had a nicotine addiction. Two and a half packs of cigarettes a day for 35 years. And when I made my profession of faith and went through the waters of baptism that night, she said, I lost all desire, all cravings for cigarettes. I was totally delivered of 35 years of nicotine addiction. There's another instance in Acts chapter 8 where there was an Ethiopian eunuch 
era waliwo necho kulabira ke kirala mu bikola byabatume sule yomunana eyogera ku musajjo ono omumu Ethiopia omulawe and Philip taught to him Jesus and they came to some water and it was the eunuch that said this there's water what would keep me right now from going down in that water and being baptized Philip we amubulire injiri ne batuka ku mazi we gaida mugama teba mazi gagano chichechi nzizanze okuberanga batizibwa and he said if thou believest with all your heart you may, and he took him down in the waters of baptism. The waters and baptized him. You know, I'm sure that that Ethiopian eunuch out in the desert probably had a little gan- a canteen of water. Philip could have said, give me that canteen, let me just sprinkle a little bit of water on your head. But no, it appeared that they came to a large amount of water. And they went down into the water. And they baptized and came up out of the water. There are qualifications to be met in order to be baptized. The Bible said in Acts 2.38, Repent and be baptized every one of you. You must have first of all repented. Had a change of heart. Turn to God. Turn to Christ. For his mercy and his forgiveness. Mark 16 says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. You must put active faith trusting faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to save you. And if you do that, like the Ethiopian eunuch, if you believe with all your heart, not part of it, but with all your being, you can go down into the water of baptism. Because that's the next step that Jesus Christ is asking you to take. Even in Acts 10 and Acts 11 when the Holy Ghost fell upon people and baptized them with the Holy Spirit Peter said Can any man forbid water? That these that have received the Holy Spirit should not go down into waters of baptism. Be baptized right now. God wants you to take that step. If you've never taken that step, Take that step. Right now, today.
kakati uruwa lero katu ndabawo mukisa